0: Thank you for joining us at Praise Chapel Paramount. We hope you enjoyed this message from our Women's Discipleship Service. Also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your story, email us at infopcparamount.org. Again, we hope you enjoy this message. we about to get real serious right now. You know, I just want to thank my pastor, Sister Leti, Ooh, just for entrusting me, just with the pulpit, and just for always being there for me. When we merged churches, I was, I think, 13 or 14, and um, she's been just such an amazing example in my life, and I thank you. I honor you. You guys honor your pastors I don't care if she don't spend time with you or sometimes she can't even say hi to you. Honor her. She res- She deserves all the, not all the honor, but she deserves honor and, and respect because she's the mama of this house. And she wakes up, and I remember when I used to come here, we would we would have to tell pastors things, and, my, and her husband would say, Pastor Omar, oh, God, my, my wife... She, She's not going to take this well. She wakes up in the morning. She prays. She intercedes. And she cries for these ladies. And even though you feel like she's not close to you, she prays for you. She watches after you. Amen? And I just want to thank my ladies. San Pedro, the first two rows right here. Oh, my God. You know, me and my husband, we've always wanted a lot of daughters. We've we, we pictured our, our home with many daughters. And he's blessed us. I see more back there. He has blessed us with beautiful daughters. You know, today they got a little party bus. There was 14 of us in there. And on the whole way up here, they prayed for me. They worshiped. And it was just so amazing that oh my god I love it they sometimes surprise me with flowers and they'll come with Starbucks and it's so awesome my favorite part is just to have them sitting around my house a lot of them are single and me and my husband just share with them just share with them how we dated, and how to do it right and how to be bold and confident women you know this month is just been so awesome for me. I've been meditating on so much. I just graduated 2 weeks ago with my master's degree. And so I'm going to be a marriage family therapist. Pray for me. And you know, one of the, one of the things that I'm not too fond about now that I'm going to be a therapist is that I'm not going to be able to impart the word of God in some areas. And so I know that there's only going to be a little bit of progress in this person's life. And that ultimately, they're not going to have complete freedom. So that makes me a little sad. But, you're like, why did you become a therapist then? <laughs> but ultimately, I, I, would, I, I really pray that um, I could become licensed one day. And I could open up my own practice, and it would be a faith based practice, and that I could minister the Word of God, and that lives would be changed, and that people would be set free. Because how many of you know that without the Word of God living in us, we're spiritually dead? Come on, let's pray. Holy Spirit, move in this place. I pray tonight that you would wreck us, that you would search our hearts, Lord. Father, I pray that you would expose what needs to come out today. Father, I pray that you would anoint my lips. Let this message be from you. Father, we glorify you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You know, in Luke 24, we see that after God was crucified, there was three women that went to the tomb. And they went to take spices and they went to anoint the body. But when they arrived to the tomb... The stone was rolled away and they met with, they they were face to face with an angel and the angel said, why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? God has been crucified on the cross to die for our sins and he rose again on the third day so that we could have life. If Christ is the one that brings true life, then what the heck and why the heck are we spending so much of our time seeking for things in dead places? Come on. You know, when we come to the Lord, we either fully surrender everything and every part of our life. And others, we pick and choose what we want the Lord to fill up. You know, I believe that some of us, we treat God like the people that have hurt us. We can't trust him. We can't depend on him. You know, as humans, we all have basic needs that need to be filled, that need to be met. The top two is to feel love and to feel accepted. And, you know, I've been keeping track of the patterns when women come into therapy And a lot of them, they don't feel loved, they don't feel accepted, they feel rejected. And so maybe tonight, you're feeling unloved, you're feeling rejected, you're feeling abandoned. Maybe tonight, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Perhaps a divorce has has left you devastated. Or maybe you've been sexually or physically abused and it's left you with wounded scars. Or maybe you feel like you're not enough and that you're not valuable. Or maybe you've been hurt by someone in the church, which has caused you to isolate yourself. And now you're harboring that resentment. Or maybe some of you have, are living in unforgiveness. Listen. The Lord commands us to forgive. It's not an option. It's not a suggestion. He commands us. Why? Because unforgiveness is dead. And life cannot live in dead places. Or maybe tonight you can't forgive yourself of something. If God our Almighty can forgive you, that's enough. You don't need to forgive yourself. Because what you're saying is that my forgiveness is greater than the Lord's forgiveness upon my life. So it's enough. When you repent, when you turn away from your sin, that's it. Because only the devil, only the enemy brings condemnation, brings shame, brings guilt. When we feel pain, hurt, loss, and abandonment, we tend to find a quick fix to avoid experiencing pain. Many of us are camping around the grave, hoping, hoping we're gonna find life. Maybe you continue to turn to toxic relationships Looking for love in all the wrong places is how they say it. You get suckered in by anyone that shows you any attention. Maybe you turn to substance alcohol, drugs, pills, coffee, sugar, <laughs> gossip. You know what gossip does for some people? It fills their voids up. Because when they speak death on someone, it feels good. When they defame someone, when they tear someone's character through the mud, it feels good. Some of us binge watch TV. We're constantly on social media. We overeat. The truth is that these things will never satisfy you and that you will continue to feel empty. Let's take a look at John 4.10. We're going to read about a story about a Samaritan woman when she comes in contact with Jesus at the well. And something you need to know about this woman was that she was experiencing great emptiness. And that she was searching for for her fulfillment in men. She had been married five times. And the relationship she was in, it wasn't even her husband. You know, at this time, the Jews didn't speak to the Samaritans. Because the Jews looked down on them. And men didn't speak to women while they were in public. Not even if it was your own husband, they didn't speak to each other. So the woman was startled when Jesus asked, Will you give me a drink? Let's pick it up. Verse 10. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God if you knew and who it is that asks you for a drink you would you would have asked him and he would have given you living water sir the woman said you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep where can you get this living water are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank from it as did also his sons and livestock. Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water dwelling up eternal life. You know, tonight, many of us are like the Samaritan women. Women. We're standing by Jesus, but we don't even know him. We are at the right place to get everything that we need, but still we question him. God had everything she needed, but she had a hard time believing his promise. You have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can I get this living water, she asked. All he needed was the Holy Spirit to draw her. That's all he needed. He didn't need a tool. And like many of us, when we're just feeling hopeless, lost, the Holy Spirit draws you. He draws on you. When you're doing something you're not supposed to do, he draws. And he says, daughter, step away. Step away. when, When we're seeking for fulfillment in those dark places the holy spirit says uh-uh step away the thing is we don't like to listen we say god i got this god i can do this on my own i don't need you for this one you know many of us when we when we when we get saved we We say, Lord, fill me up. You can have every part of my life, but I'll choose my own husband. You don't know what I'm looking for, Lord. I got a long list, and only I can find him. Guess what? You're deceived. You're deceived because we can't do anything on our own. And when we do, we always mess it up. As far as the depth of the well, it was her heart he was looking into. She was the only one who could stop him from reaching those empty places in the heart. Ladies, tonight, you are the only one that could stop our Heavenly Father from reaching into that heart. Like the woman at the well, we have depended on other means to get our needs met. When you're looking to get your needs met in other places, it's never, ever going to be enough. You know, I want to tell you tonight that my God has been resurrected and that he's alive and well. John fourteen six says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And tonight the Lord is saying, I have died for your sins to give you life. Ladies, he says, I'm enough. My God is good. My God is faithful. Come on. My God is loving. He brings restoration to to the lost and healing to the broken. Tonight, if you've been believing in a God that is cold, rejecting, and angry when you mess up, you have created a false idol for yourself, my dear. Because that's not my heavenly father. Maybe tonight you've been feeling empty, but you just can't figure out why. You've, you've been feeling depressed. You've been having anxiety. You say, Lord, I'm in church. I'm in ministry. I'm not sinning. I'm not even looking for things in, in dark places or in things that are dead. Why do I continue to feel empty? Can I tell you something? Receiving thoughts that are false can be a form of housing dead spirits. You didn't even think about that. And so that's how the enemy deceives. We're like, I'm not. I'm not drinking no more. I'm not smoking no more. I'm not having sex with men anymore. I'm not in those dead places. But guess what? When you're there alone and you're throwing a pity party and you're entertaining those thoughts that no one loves you, that everyone's rejected you, that you go 100% for everybody and nobody does it for you. Come on that why do I gotta work harder than everyone? When you receive those thoughts that are false, you are housing dead spirits. Why don't we stand to our feet tonight? Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message from Praise Chapel Paramount. If you wanna stay connected, Follow us online with Facebook and Instagram at PC Paramount, or visit our website at praisechapelparamount.com.